0: Hello everyone and welcome to Put Me On Speaker podcast with your host Ellen Percy. I am here with JJ, the owner of Champion Gymnastics and Cheer um, down in San Diego, California. So he actually is my former gymnastic coach and father figure growing up. So JJ, welcome. Thank you for for (laughs) joining.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having me
0: of course okay so we're we're kind of gonna get into the topic of gymnastics how it relates to life and um goals and and how to achieve that um you know whether that pertains to gymnastics or the real life in the real world um so how does gymnastics relate to other sports
1: so gymnastics itself is kind of the basis of all sports. Um, we we definitely teach a bunch of different things that is development of like left side and right side of the brain. There's a lot of hand-eye coordination that goes along uh, with our wonderful sport. And it's kind of the, um, you know, the the basis of everything that involves athleticism because we're teaching the discipline of understanding how far away you are from the ground now in uh, you know men's sports and things of that nature you know if you're jumping and trying to grab a football or a baseball or anything like that it's really 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 important to know just about how much time you have before you actually hit the ground um, yeah. but then at the same time something you know in the girls worlds uh you know where it's a softball and a you know uh, volleyball and things of that nature it's it's allowing individuals to kind of have a better uh development of uh what they do with their ability to know the difference between the ball is 10 feet or, you know, the the ball is three feet or two feet away from me, things of that nature. So it, it, it teaches a very, very, very quick uh, reaction time, um, th- this wonderful sport. And it creates uh, the ability uh, for athletes to be able to do things that are the definition of athleticism flexibility, range of motion, power, speed, things of that nature. So definitely uh, a little bit biased, but at the same time, also very, very fond of this uh, wonderful sport that also allowed me to meet a a cool little creature like yourself. So
0: (laughs) thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, So how does um, how is rejection important in gymnastics?
1: So gymnastics teaches rejection in a very... It seems to be cold way, but then if you actually, some people love the snow. Some people feel that it's too cold. Some people find beauty in snow. Some people find misery in the cold. So again, the perspective is, is key. This perspective is everything. So what our wonderful sport does is it does not hand out participation trophies. My personal opinion, I think that's a thing that actually is a positive that actually benefits individuals in many different ways um because hard work is rewarded and the isn't isn't
0: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly if, if you you don't put part. in the work it's not congratulations you didn't do anything congrats like you correct. you barely tried or, or you just showed up like you just did the bare minimum correct because i feel like nowadays that's everyone gets handouts everyone gets oh you're you're here congratulations or you know or you barely tried um and that person really tried but also like I know you're going to feel offended um you're probably going to take this to heart so here's a medal for you too
1: but the coolest part about our sport if again you present it correctly is you have the opportunity if you actually see it as an opportunity you have the opportunity to teach the parents and the kids that your effort wasn't enough. And that's not a bad thing. That's not, nothing about that is a bad thing, plain and simple. If somebody was in a business of making suitcases or making sleeping bags, for that matter, if you only stitch up half the thing and, you know, (laughs) people are trying to do their best to also camp and use this thing to create something as simple as warmth. Well, well, they bought my, they purchased my product, but, you know, being that I actually learned that my effort was all that was needed, not the actual end result or a product, being that my effort was all that was needed and then my participation award should be handed to me regardless, a sleeping bag that doesn't keep you warm, Mm -hmm. just a pile of material rather than an actual (laughs) sleeping bag. So again, it's it's in perspective. Um, There's no politically incorrect way uh, to respond to this because you you can't be scared or stressed about any of that just for the sheer fact that the one that actually worked hardest is rewarded anybody that has the ability to then work the hardest hardest worker in the room definitely deserves to be recognized and yes. the coolest part about it is yes our sport definitely teaches you know you have to be perfect or this concept of perfect this whole concept of the perfect score everyone wants the 10 everyone wants this magical 10 yes if you're giving 6.4 effort every single day, not at the competition, why is it that somebody deserves the 10 at the competition? That doesn't make any sense. So if we were just looking at factors of numbers, 95 sixes does not equal to 10. And in all honesty, 95 9.5s doesn't even equal to 10 in regards to knowing that you're going to go to that competition, everything will be fine. So the cool part about it is that any given day, on any given day, you can actually see a kid that was maybe ranked one or two at the last competition get sixth or seventh because they actually hit the, uh, I made it to the top of the mountain button. And that's the best part about it. Because if, let's say, for example, we were talking about it, other sports, like, for example, boxing, or things of that nature, the champ really isn't the champ until they've defended the title. And the best part about gymnastics is we actually have a season that has multiple, and you remember this, has multiple uh, weekends that you compete, and you test yourself to see how far can you climb up that ladder of success on that any given weekend. And the cool part about it is sometimes when, uh, whether it's a young man or young woman that does well at one, and maybe then they get sixth or seventh on the other rather than first all around. yeah the prestige rather than the prestige being given to them again, it actually kind of puts that person in check and reassesses maybe what they're doing every day in the actual gym, which only creates a stronger human moving forward with all the other things that test us in life that have nothing to do with our childhood dreams, whether it's go to the Olympics or go to the NCAAs or whatever the perspective or the, the end goal is, you still have, because you have set that goal on the target or excuse me, because you have set that that goal as a target, even if you miss it or you're slightly off, you are so, so endlessly and exponentially better just for the sheer fact of trying, because that failure actually made you improve and you failed forward in a good way.
0: Yeah. Just because you set your goal so high. I actually talk a little bit about that, um, in my last episode, but, but setting your goals, um, even higher than what maybe you think is attainable um, will still set you up for success because you're actively trying for something you're actively trying to do better. And the thing about gymnastics is you're only in competition of, your, like with yourself. It's not, you're not competing against your teammates. You're not competing against, um, against other gymnasts who go to different gyms you're competing against yourself you're trying to be better than you were the last competition you're trying to be better you're trying to get a better score than you did last year or whatever whatever your comparison is but um and that's that's also a really big difference between gymnastics and other sports is other sports if um if one person doesn't do well you bring down the whole team everyone's going down with you and that can be a really beautiful thing but at the same time it can also not be (laughs) depending on um you know your teammates and how well they're doing but um it's really cool that you can hold yourself accountable for um for how well you're doing and for how hard you're working because you're only going to know um how, how far you've come based off of how much more work you've put into doing your skills and doing what you had to do to get right. those scores.
1: Something as crazy, something as crazy as, let's say, for example, having children. Um, we all say, "Oh my gosh, our life is going to change." And for the parents out there that's listening to this you would definitely agree that yes life changes and you can't really explain it and you can't really explain it to a person that does not have those i don't want to say responsibilities that's not fair because it's not that a person that does not have kids is irresponsible that's not it but life definitely alters life definitely changes something as simple as 8 hours of sleep is something now almost perceived as a vacation
0: and <laughs> yeah.
1: it's 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 something very 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 unique to each individual family because each individual kid is different so if we look at life in general not even talking about sport but life in general being completely different from one kid to the next to the next and then for some strange reason you then take those kids put them in a structured sport and say by the way you have to be not only better than yourself but better than everybody else that, that, that you're competing against it is very it's a it's a daunting task but that's if you actually are limited to that perspective I have always seen it as let that incredible boy or girl realize that if their success, if their success is seven tenths better than what they did last time, but they still got nineteenth, you do not glorify. You do not build what they didn't do because then that's where participation medals are needed because we have to make them feel good. No, the responsibility, and that's where I feel that most people need to take this into consideration with little little ones, your responsibility is actually teaching them, you know what? Your maybe lack of effort is maybe the res- the reason for the result, and you have to teach that little creature. And that's the most beautiful part about sports. I don't care what sport it is, whether it's coaching basketball or coaching gymnastics or coaching baseball or coaching soccer or coaching football. You watch this little creature fall down. The greatest thing in the world to me is when my son falls down. So I have two. I have two young men now that. I get to uh, uh, enjoy every day with and also be a part of the perils that happen between the hours of 9 p.m. and 5 a.m. But anyway, (laughs) but if you look at it as a joy, because they're not doing this to you, they're doing this, they're doing this with you. Mm -hmm. These babies are freaking out at three in the morning because it has nothing to do with who the human is the gay birth of them or whoever is responsible for them. It's just, that's what it is. But people are like, I need my 17 minutes of no stress and no, well, then it's, that's different than having kids pumpkin because it's all about them now, because when you were a child, it was all about that, you know, Han Solo, you know, what's good for numero uno. Well now your world has changed in regards to when you have children. And the best part about it is they need to be tested and they need to fail. Yeah, it's failure, and and when I say this, I want you to know that we can joke about, we'll just say our past, but you also know that it's actually more important for these babies and these families that get a chance to hear this beautiful message and maybe take into consideration. Maybe I should just realize instead of having these children expected to go my speed, a thirty-year-old or a forty-year-old, and I'm expecting this ten-year-old to go my speed. We have to remember what it was like to be ten. And be mindful of the fact that going that speed is more important. Yeah. Because what are you actually doing to that kid if you tell them that they have to do X, Y, and Z when X, Y, and Z is completely out of their realm or reality? Yeah. And that's one thing I love the most about gymnastics is because it gives us a very solid baseline of what that one person can do. And then as long as you get a chance to have people buy in, whether it was your you know, incredible family or, or whoever else was also part of the gym. I always told them I would never, nor will I today, I would never choose a score over getting a chance to talk with Ellen. I don't care what the score was forever ago. If I'm able to actually have this now in your life and my life, then whatever score that supposedly had you distraught or frustrated when you were 6, seven, eight, nine, 10 was all worth it. Because we get a yes. chance to talk to each other now, yeah. But some people live so much in that moment that it's like, let's let our frustration, uh, and maybe even defeat for that child that just did their best on that given day. Let's let that now somehow dictate how we're supposed to communicate and also even convey whether it was a girl named Ellen or you know, a young boy named Timmy that is at a competition that. Maybe had struggles on certain events, but had successes on other. But others. But all we focus on is wherever the shortcoming is, and that's the part that drives me the most nuts about gymnastics. Oh, she was good on beam, bars, and floor, but she was terrible on vault. Ew, Dicky. What? Yeah. How many times did Michael Jordan miss the ball? If you ask him, he'll be able to answer that question. Mm-hmm. And the people that actually really truly say that this person or that person is the best one that's ever done it, they will know all of those statistics and facts. So if statistics and facts are what we're supposed to hang on to, the best part about gymnastics is the fact that it is one person against themselves. And the crazy part is when they actually get a chance to take away all the other drama that has them focusing on all these other things that definitely distract ourselves. Because I know you know this, but you've also seen teammates at one point when you were younger as well, experience this as well, that it gets overwhelming because of the head game, not so much the actual physical dynamic of it. You get there, you're supposed to do good. Your hair is supposed to be just, just so the Leo has to be making sure that it fits right. You can't, you can't step out of bounds. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yet, yeah. I know in your experience, which is beautiful. I, and I can speak, you know, on this because of something that your mother has been, uh, has blessed me with, but she has sent me videos even when you were younger, when you were at the park, just doing your floor routine over and over and over again in the grass. And that smile, you know, confirms it. (laughs) And so if those routines were something that was hard to remember, then consistency and persistence is what allows a person to get there. And honey, just like you, many other girls were tested by making sure they get a chance to remember it. But if that made you a better 20 or 30 or 40 year old, then however many times you failed was not important because you are better at 20, 30 or 40. And I want that to be heard by everybody on the planet, including you miss, but anyway.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, that like makes me emotional. (laughs) I like, didn't really think about that or like, I totally forgot, but like, it seriously has been ingrained in me from childhood of like, of like really like, it's all about consistency and how hard you work for something. And I think even when, ah, I hate crying. So you're sorry.
1: you're not crying <laughs> you're, you're you're happy and you're, your eyes are watering it happens we're good baby. <laughs> we're, we're good but but for real I'm very curious as to what how, how you perceive it because it was very important to me that you guys got a chance to take this place that you were a part of and you're still a part of because once a champion always a champion and the smile will, will, will prove it but you got a chance to be tested in such a way and the only test was actually the judges and the competition. Did you ever feel that pressure or stress from me?
0: Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm.
1: And the only reason I ask you that is because maybe I knew the answer, but at the same time, it's important to me to, 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 to check on that, even if it was five, six, 13 years ago, that that's exactly what we've been doing every single day since you have graduated and carried on and, and, and done beautiful things with your life that these babies also are, that are here now in this wonderful timeline of while you're 20, 30, 40 or 50, my responsibility in regards to what I really feel is the most important to this culture that we have actually created here is that, the, that you maintain the ability to dream. You never ever squash a child's ability to dream. And I hope you know this till the day you die that I would never do that to you. And I would never do that to any one of these babies. You never squash their ability to dream. You always tell them that that's okay, you failed today, but that guess what? The sun rises tomorrow, which allows the sting of mistake to be less important and the effort and energy and the ability to actually continue to try to be the only thing that you actually teach. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with cartwheels or however many times or however many times you rolled your ankle or dang it, which way do I go on my floor routine? So it's something that's very <laughs> unique it's unique to in each individual but then yeah. at the same time each individual when they first start out in the sport all do the exact same routine and everyone's supposed to do it to its best the its most perfected you know uh, ability
0: yeah. and Yet, I think go ahead sorry <laughs> I think mm-hmm. that um yeah. we as gymnasts beat ourselves up so hard that when um when you have a coach who is just like, oh, that's bad, that's wrong. You need to fix that, fix that. It's not motivating. It's not something that you want to try harder for. But what you've always done is is been like, you know what, like that that single part, like even if that was the best part of the whole routine and you forgot the whole thing, like you did that great pass right there. Like that was... (laughs) that was it that was the start of the show like that was great and so it's like we're already in our heads because it's like you know we know what we did wrong and it's like we don't need to hear it a million times because like we already know but for to have the encouragement to keep going and to have like like steps and action tape action um steps to get better yeah then you know, we know what to do, we know how to improve, we know how to get better. And we have the support from our coaches to do so. And then also, um, it's, yeah, you know, if you have, you're right about if you have the perspective of uh, you, because you can always say, yeah, I have to be better than the other girl. Or yeah, I have to be better than that, gym, Or yeah, I have to be better than my own teammate. But it's, it's was never about that and it wasn't um like yeah it's an individual sport but at the same time we would all support each other because you know what's the point of tearing each other down like we're we're all doing this together we're all on the same journey for ourselves and we're at different levels and different stages but we're all doing the same thing so why not support each other like like my favorite thing was when I was like terrified to do something and I would like look at one of my teammates and like, if you do it, I'll do it. Like, or like, or like, if I do it, you have to do it. Like, you know, like, (laughs) like you're, I'm not leaving you behind and you're not leaving me behind. So if you get that skill, I'm going to have to get that skill right, right behind you. And this was like a, a playful competition, but it was never like, Oh, I'm going to be better than you. Or, Oh, I have to get that skill better than you. It's no, it was just, I'm just doing it better than, than how I did it 10 times ago, even, right? You're getting better literally every single time. Every time you do a backhand spring, it's, oh, that leg, that foot, the way my hand moved, my elbow, like shoulders, literally anything. So it was just (laughs) continually getting better, getting better, getting better.
1: And, And I will say this. I will scream this from the rooftops, and any kid that comes through our program moving forward, I only feel blessed that this is actually an opportunity that you're also giving me to be able to convey what this place has always been and what this place should always be. I will choose you kids over a score any day. Any individual that wants to sit there and say, my athlete got a 9.75, and don't take into consideration the fact that that person also doesn't like the sport that you're teaching. I feel that that score was more for that adult than it was for that kid. But this wonderful sport has also been through a lot of, when I say turmoil, I say it out of respect that that word doesn't do it any sense of justice because there were a bunch of things about it that were, Wrong on every level of what that definition of that word should present. So yeah. what is our responsibility if we're actually dealing with that as a sport? Then it's our time to shine in a completely different way rather than we're down, we're distraught, we're already beat, we're, dis- we're, we're destroyed, there's no way that we can come back. No, no. Through effort and through energy, through persistence and perseverance and through patience, Hopefully we can actually convey to these kids and most importantly, the families that are also taking part in this, that, you know what, that did happen. And I can bring up a whole bunch of things in history that we learned from. And all I want us to do moving forward is learn from it rather than dwell upon the past, because then in all honesty, what is progression? What is the progression? We're we're told in life that we're always supposed to push and strive for more and move forward then what is the progression if we're just going to be only limited and also defined by yesterday? So how do you create a 10 or 11-year-old that believes in themselves in such a way to where their beliefs and their ability to actually dream can then be never limited by anybody else because of their belief in themselves that they may be heard a long time ago by something that I only take as it was the deepest compliment by saying something like Jim dad so what have you taught the individual what have they what have they taken away from it was (laughs) it just do a bunch of sit-ups and v-ups and handstand push-ups and every now and then you rip quarter-sized pieces of skin off your hand (laughs) or do you teach do you teach that life is hard and enjoy it and embrace it don't feel that life is somehow being negative to you just because there's trials and tribulations what if that's actually part of the roller coaster the only reason a roller coaster is fun is because of the ups and the downs so when you are tested it's time for the comeback story when you are when you are down out depressed distraught whatever it is then it's time for the re rebuilding of oneself it's time for the individual to come back stronger than ever before and i feel that that's something that is now almost like glorified as unable to do and i feel that there are a lot more people not only in this wonderful country but also you know uh, strewed across the entire globe with how our sport is presented sometimes to where it's like oh you are one-tenth shy of making it good then let the next four months of your life be dedicated towards be one-tenth better hell be three-tenths better apologize for french but if if let's say for example someone says you're not good enough why does it always have to be oh my gosh i'm not good enough why is that why why is that the instant response and maybe you have that one or two seconds of feeling that way but that doesn't mean that you should be burdened
0: yeah just defined. yeah it's just oh i want to be i want to be even better than that, I want to be better than you think. I want to be better right. than what what your idea of me is. Like I'm like if you think that, like I'm gonna try harder, and I'm gonna be better, and I'm gonna prove it that I will be better, and like you're gonna see the results, and you're gonna see the scores, and you're gonna see my improvement, you know. But
1: with a little with a little kid that starts with that, okay, because. How I look at it is you are responding as if we were back in the day in the gym. And I know that you've always done your best, honey, and you deserve to hear that. And whoever's listening deserves to know that Ellen always did her best. But with that being said, when you were still tested to the extent of, oh my gosh, this is still hard for me, what if we actually broke it down to something as elementary as a child learning how to walk? So I'm curious, honey, if you had kids, when do you actually? give up on telling that infant that they can walk. When when do you give up on that child? Never. And I promise you, I promise you that means more to me that that's your instant response. So, doesn't matter how many times that baby falls down, you pick that kid back up and you say you try it again, sweetheart. Would you agree?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Would you
1: agree that that's something that you and me actually understand? Yeah. Yes, and I feel that that actually needs to be something shouted from the rooftops more than any of these other things that's also been presented to us as to what to stress about, because just as much as we want to be a good, uh, uh, a successful adult or a successful anything, that only happens through persistent and perseverance, and I promise, I hope, I hope you know that the only thing that I was going for was happy tears, so I I hope that those are Okay,
0: that's
1: important. So if let's say, for example, you see, you know, lists, I can give you lists of names of girls that are actually at, you know, at our facility now, lists, lists and lists of kids that are just trying to do their best. And this girl wants to make that group. And that, that young man wants to make this group. And the coolest part about it is the emails and the phone calls that when we're children, we don't realize actually happen. but the advocacy that we actually get from our parents to maybe a person like myself that's just in a position of responsibility of actually guiding these babies, we get these emails of like, oh, my goodness, my, my daughter wants so bad to be in that group. And in that moment, you have two things to convey. You have one, is that individual, that that child, is that child, first off, going to be set up for success, put in that group, even though they see it as that's the prestige they, they yeah. want. That. That's the, the wonderful name brand nonsense that we chase in the United States. I'm important because it says Fendi. (laughs) Why? Why? You gave a rich person more of your money. Mm -hmm. My personal opinion. But when you then water it down to the unbelievably beautiful extent of what the kids then offer, if little Susan wants to be part, if if little Susan wants to be part of the Fendi group, then she's putting that kind of name brand kind of effort into it that needs to be more glorified than any score that she ever gets ever if that young man ever it that wants to be in that it group and he makes it to that it group but then fails because of stress or all the other dynamics of what life and being a human is when we get to the competition there's performance anxiety and this and that and none of those None of those things are ever taken into consideration. A kid does great, talented kid in our world. A kid does bad, terrible coach. Really? Not an opportunity for growth? Not the ability to actually have this person learn more grit and merit? Not the opportunity for a child to make a mistake and then have a comeback story? Just terrible coach?
0: Yeah, which is... So wrong, and um, um, for the the people that are listening, if uh, you were a little bit confused about kind of um, what JJ was saying about how gymnastic rules and kind of the rules and the restrictions and around it, uh, he really was talking about the politics in gymnastics. There are very heavy um, politics throughout this sport um and that's a whole other that's a whole other section to dive into but um i totally agree with that um where you would see the other gyms holding back their uh amazing amazing gymnasts just to retrain them in the same levels in the same levels because that because that's how the gym looks good and they would just train up levels um you know, like privately until they could completely nail it. And then that's when they would s- bump them up. That's when they would switch them up to the, to the next level. And then they would be drilling, you know, the other levels in private, but they would compete the same levels for the same like years and years and years, just drilling it, drilling and drilling it just so the gym looks good. Just so the coach looks good. Um, just so they could get the best scores. So they will be known right. by the judges and, and the whole thing. Um, but it, you're right it doesn't allow the opportunity of trying to go for more and then failing and being like oh maybe I wasn't so ready for that or oh like there's clearly things that I need to still learn and still work on so now I need to try harder and you know be more prepared for next time
1: and it just promotes growth I mean and the whole point to be very clear because I understand that this is also a you know a hot topic in our wonderful uh you know ecosystem in regards to gymnastics but i am not saying that anybody doing any of those things should be shunned or chastised in any way but the part that i i guess i'm trying to convey over and over and over again is the only thing i've been talking about is either my time with ellen or my time with these other kids again the actual athlete what did the athlete get out of it so just listening to you honey a second ago you were talking about if the gym looks good or or if the score represents the you know the powerhouse the gym supposed to be what about the kid cares about the gym matter it shouldn't matter and i say that but that's not again throwing stones so there's no stones needing to be thrown because we're just having a conversation and everybody that's so excited and quick to be so either frustrated or triggered or any of these other things it's like listen i wasn't i wasn't doing anything other than just having a conversation with a very good friend of mine and if it somehow frustrated somebody else, then maybe this conversation wasn't supposed to be heard by that, this person or that person. But what I'm saying is in regards to whether gyms do certain things, just be mindful of the fact that what story do you actually, what story do you write? I understand that there is a story that you're writing in regards to your facility or your, your coaches or the prestige of your, your, your you know, gymnastics, uh, you know, location. But what are you writing in that child's story? yeah do they come back and talk to you at 20 something i hope they do i hope they somehow got a chance to work their way through the actual sales pitch of gymnastics teaching you that yes everyone's supposed to be perfect but perfect isn't real
0: yeah yeah but i hope attainable
1: and if it's unattainable then why even present it as an option So what if you just be the best version of yourself and if as long as you are one, two or three tenths better than you were last time, then that's all that
0: mattered. Yeah. And
1: I know that you've experienced that here, honey, and it means the world to me because I'm trying to make sure that regardless of whether or not through our growth that we're also having right now, which is nothing but a blessing, I hope it's perceived by whether it's parents that we have now or parents we have in the future, that the place that Champion needs to be known for a heck of a lot more than either the size of the team and or the scores that are given because these creatures are incredible regardless.
0: Yeah. Doesn't matter,
1: you know, doesn't matter the amount of time or the age or the amount of effort uh, that they didn't put in. It's always glorify what it is they have done. So all I know is our time is getting, you know, Yeah. uh, Close to, close to being done here, but I just want you to know, I want everyone else that also listens to this from the bottom of my heart, please listen to this young lady. She does her absolute best to make it um, a different perspective because hopefully, if I may be so bold, I hope that she learned a long time ago that different perspective as sometimes is a good thing. And whether or not that was something really, really, really promoted through gymnastics or, or not, my friend, I hope you realize that you are perfectly imperfect and you have done your absolute best every time to give your effort, whether it's physically or whether it's mentally or it's something uh, socially like we just did the last couple of minutes or something as strange as uh, courtship and life outside of gymnastics and just being an adult and and I hope this place only taught you that regardless of whether or not you have failed or perceived failure, that that's fine. Hopefully tomorrow gives you the opportunity to be whatever it is that you want to be. Cause you deserve that just like every other kid in this sport.
0: I agree. And I appreciate you saying
1: that. <laughs> you deserve to hear it. So.
0: And um, honestly, I have learned so much in gymnastics. I feel like everything that I do, I can re- somehow relate to gymnastics. Like that was my base, that was my start, that was like where I came from. Even even switching to dance, I actually I won't which you go. You did into incredible, the whole thing.
1: by the way. But you did incredibly. <laughs> <by the way. laughs> Thank
0: you. I I won't go all the way into the full story, but I worked my ass off because it is so completely different people are like oh easy transition huh like you got lucky and I'm like no like it was probably the hardest like one of the hardest transitions in my life actually like everything was opposite everything was changing and you know girls made fun of me and girls like were so rude to me and so mean to me and like being at home like like, dancing till 1am, drilling holes in my shoes, like, working harder than anyone else just so I could be up on that stage, just so I could get myself to compete, just so, like, I could be winning those medals because, like, I deserved it and because I put the work in, you know, like, that was something that I learned from gymnastics and like nobody could take that away from me and nobody could take like what the skills that I knew and like people were like, how does she just come in here and like do that? You know, like they were just so mad, but it's because I work hard because I learned these skills from gymnastics and I know we're running out of time. So we actually did run out of time during the zoom call. um, And hopefully we'll actually have a chance to do this interview in person uh, sometime soon. However, all of this to say that what we learn in gymnastics and in really any sport um, in the resilience skills that we learn can and will be used in our everyday life. And I think that's super important. So going forward, just remember that you can always take accountability and appreciate all of the hard times because it, at the end of the day, it is character building and it will move you towards a better future if you have that perspective because at the end of the day, perspective is key. So if you're seeing your downfalls as why is this happening and and blaming it on exterior things rather than taking accountability and, and seeing what you can do going forward um, in a problem solving mindset then that is going to be super beneficial for you and uh, and, in all things that you do and accomplish throughout your life. So um, I just want to say thank you for listening. And if you'd like to record a podcast of your own, you can actually do it on Podcasters, formerly known as Anchor, and find it in the App Store. You can actually upload your podcast into the Podcasters app and the App will distribute your podcast to other platforms, which is super great. And if you would like to find JJ or the gym, you can always find them on Instagram at Champion Gymnastics and Cheer or on the website as well. And you know where to find me on Instagram at Put Me On Speaker Pod. So feel free to like, share, comment, post, write a review. Uh, that helps me get it out there. Share it with your friends. That would be amazing of you. Um, and I hope you have a great Monday and rest of your week. I love you. Bye.